today on Real Life Radio. God cannot be anything but faithful. That causes me to get phone calls when I get phone calls and say, you know what, man, we need to pray. This is under attack. We need to fight. Listen, you guys, if you don't see yourself, are you listening? If you don't see yourself in the victory already, then you're going to lose or you won't even get into the fight spiritually. This is Real Life. Welcome to Real Life Radio with Pastor Jack Hibbs. I'm David J. thanking you for joining us today as we listen, learn, and are challenged by God's Word, the Bible. Hey, this is Jack Hibbs here, and I want to encourage you to get our brand new book, Living in the Days of Deception. This book is specifically written to help you and I navigate these very deceptive times. Here's a special offer. Yes, it is available wherever books are sold. However, right here at jackhibbs.com, if you order it here with us, you will get and only get right here four video teachings where I address certain aspects of the book with you personally. And so we look forward to you getting your own copy, Living in the Days of Deception, right here at jackhibbs.com, and you can get the four exclusive bonus teachings as well. Living in the Days of Deception by Jack Hibbs is available for a gift of any amount at jackhibbs.com slash days. That's D-A-Z-E, days. Once again, jackhibbs.com slash D-A-Z-E. On today's edition of Real Life Radio, Pastor Jack continues his new series called 1 Corinthians with a message titled, Our Royal Route to Heaven. Now, 1 Corinthians was written by the Apostle Paul to the Church of God in Corinth. And this is a study on how to stay true to the gospel of Jesus Christ and how not to be caught up in human-born philosophies. You see, Jesus came to show us the route to heaven, and it's why he cannot overlook when we sin or sway off course. Today, Pastor Jack teaches that as true followers of Christ, we've been given everything we need to succeed as a Christian And we've been shown enough to understand that God's faithfulness will take us through to eternity. Now with his message called Our Royal Route to Heaven, here's pastor and Bible teacher Jack Hibbs. Our royal route to heaven is this, enablement. We've been given all, and look at verse 5, we've been given enough to succeed. And I want you to hear what succeed means in the things of the new life. Are you a Christian? Yes. Then listen, why are you just getting by in your spiritual experience? The world will live in and the new desires we have and the new reasons and the new purposes and the new passions. The world will now live and see and experience a life that has been enabled. Paul is saying to the Corinthian believer, check it out. You guys are absolute dynamos for God in embryo. You don't even know it, but everything has been given to you to succeed as a Christian. Look at, and that you were, verse five, enriched, circle that word, in everything by him in all utterance and in all knowledge. The word enriched is a fun word. It's where we get the word uh, uh, plutocrat. Very interesting. Listen, to make one wealthy, by adding to or giving to, to overflow or to provide in abundance. Listen, Paul is saying that the Holy Spirit in the life of the believer has given everything for the Christian to succeed in this life and the word is enriched in the sense that there has been more added to your life 
for your spiritual success than what you can ever, ever tap out. Have you ever had a check account zero out? Have you ever had to have an overdrawn uh, you know, insurance or whatever? Oh, my check is bounced. Did you know that's impossible to do that in spiritual things? If you're a Christian, he's given everything. Tomorrow, when you go to work, he's given all power for you to be a witness at that company or on that job site. Well, Pastor Jack, that's great for those guys, but I'm home right now burping a little baby that's crying and pooping and that's all. Listen, God has ordained you with the power to raise that child up in the ways of God. No one's exempt if you're a believer from the amazing success that the Holy Spirit has promised because Christ has given everything for us enriched to be made wealthy or add to in the things of the Spirit. This enrichment is referring to our salvation, which took place in one split second of time at the cross, yes, when Jesus died and rose again from the grave, but also for all those who believe in him. The moment that you said yes to Jesus, this is something, please watch my hands because I am at a loss to explain it with words. You who are a Christian, he cannot but have given you the success in the spirit, the word, and the opportunity by God to succeed as a Christian. We will not fail. He will never allow the child of God to fail in spiritual matters. Oh God, show me your grace. Show me your power. Show me your enablement. Yes. 2 Corinthians 1.20 says, For all, wow, for all the promises of God in Christ are yes and amen to the glory of God through us. You say, what does that mean? I'll tell you, it means exactly what it says. Nothing else needs to be added to it. I will say this. Have you ever read a promise in the Old Testament? And you'll say, well, that, that, that was given to David. I, that's not my promise. What about the promises given to Israel? Are they for Israel? Yes, absolutely for Israel. But guess what? All the promises of God are yes and amen in Christ. We get to tap in. We are the ones who have been grafted into the tree, says Romans. Beautiful. That grafting. So look at this. For all the promises of God in Christ are yes and in him amen. That is amen Hebrew. True. Amen to the glory of God through us, the believer. This is fantastic because what we are hearing is that whatever God has promised from Genesis to Revelation is available to us if you want it. And I trust you want it. In all utterance, the word is logos. You know that word. The word logos in Greek, meaning the word. Jesus is the logos, the Bible says, the logos of God. The Corinthians had something to say. That's what it means. You've been given all utterance. You guys, are you okay? Should I quit? I'm, I'm. Paul is saying, Corinthians, you've got everything to say. You've got something to say. So say it. And then all knowledge. The word is gnosis in Greek. It means the knowledge. They know who Jesus is. That's the key, by the way. When you know who Jesus is, you've got something to say. Listen, this is, this is going to comfort and sting at the same time. If you ask a person, what's Jesus doing in your life? What, what's God doing in your life? And they go, uh, uh, gee, uh, 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 mm, eh. well, hmm. If you can't identify the things that God's doing in your life, it's not a good thing. What is God teaching you through your school of experience or suffering or whatever it might be? Well, the Bible tells us in 
1 Corinthians 15, 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, and always abounding in the work of the Lord. How does that happen? It happens by God's enablement. He's given everything that we need. And then also under this, you guys, we've been shown enough to understand. (laughs) We've been shown enough to understand. I'll simply say this and we'll press on. You guys, how many of you, honestly, raise your hand. How many of you ever heard of John 3, 16? Or you saw a football game and you saw John 3, 16? If that's the only verse you know, did you know that you have enough knowledge, you understand enough to change the world? So, Paul is telling the Corinthian believers, you guys are able to say because you know. Isn't that sweet? I think it's awesome. Verse 7 goes on, the enablement we've been given. It's this in verse 7. We've been equipped enough to be useful so that, he says, you come short in no gift. They had All of these incredible gifts given to them by God. When I say gifts, I'm not talking physical. These are spiritual gifts. Eagerly waiting for the revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul is calling their attention to the fact, listen carefully everybody, this is important. Because they have been gifted by God and they knew it, it was not of human talent that their gifting of God proves that they were those who belonged to God. You need to hear this because it's going to, you're going to wake up halfway through this comment and say, now, what do he say? In ministry, make sure that you're not using talents, natural, native to human nature, talents of this world that no doubt in the long haul had been given by God. Yes, all good things come from God. But there are human talents and then there are God-given gifts. For example... I've seen this happen so many times, it is painful to think about. Where just because someone is a salesman, a sweet talker, has got the gift of gab, they really know how to schmooze people, and then they become a Christian, and five months later, somebody's telling them they should become a pastor or an evangelist because they really know how to talk. I've watched men's lives be destroyed because of that. That is a human talent when they assume a spiritual gift. That's not theirs. You say, how do you know? Uh, I really like listening a lot to Andre Bocelli. You know him? Love his stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't understand Italian. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to maybe learn it. I don't know. Because I listen so much, I want to learn it. But I love his music. As far as I know, he's not a Christian. It wouldn't matter anyway to the point I'm making. Is he talented? insanely talented. Where did it come from? God gives that talent to humanity. I could say this way also. It's residual from the Garden of Eden. It's a leftover. Do you have a talent? It may not necessarily be that it's your gift from God. The gifting of God will always bring honor to God. The talent of man will put you on America's idol. There's a big difference. The Christian in this room, the Christian at Corinth, the believer at Chino Hills is to be gifted by God and every Christian is gifted by God in some area to be part of the body of Jesus Christ. Third point is this, verse eight through nine, we'll close with this third point. It's faithfulness, our royal route to heaven. The Christian's roadmap to eternity is the faithfulness of God. We're being kept by his power. You guys, I'm going to go to heaven. 
Listen, you see, Jackie, you hope. No, I don't hope. I don't hope. You wish. I don't wish. I'm going to heaven. Well, how do you know? Because Jesus said so. What do you base that on? Jesus said so. How come you have so much confidence about it? Jesus said so. His faithfulness will not take us halfway. Thank you, Lord. You're listening to Real Life with Pastor Jack Hibbs. You know, to hear more episodes and maybe catch up in the series, just go to jackhibbs.com. That's jackhibbs.com. And for now, let's get back to our teaching. Once again, here's Pastor Jack. If you came to my house, you would find baseboard. You know baseboards? You would find baseboards almost painted. I know none of your homes are like that, but my house, there's baseboards that's almost painted. I have rooms that are almost painted. I have areas of my yard that are almost weeded. (laughs) The last thing on earth and the last thing in eternity you ever want to say is I was almost a Christian. Went to church. Man, I went on that weekend mission trip to Mexico, built a house for somebody. But have you experienced the faithfulness of God who will not take you halfway? You and I, our hearts are broken over those who started in their Christian journey and never finished. At my age, being 52, been a Christian for 33 years, married for 31 years, by now we have watched more of our Christian friends fail than those who have succeeded. There are less with us now than there was 30 years ago. What has kept you hanging in there, Jack? He's faithful. I believe he's going to finish what he starts. He doesn't take baseboard halfway down the hallway. He takes baseboard all the way. He doesn't walk into a room and say, I'll just do two and a half of these walls. (laughs) He does them all. He moves in, my friend, to your life and he takes over. He doesn't do anything halfway. It says in verse eight, who, that's Jesus of verse seven, by the way, grammatically in the Greek construction, if you're a theologian here this morning, circle the word who, it should be capitalized W. It's Jesus, verse seven. It's Jesus who will also confirm you to the end. (laughs) The word confirm means to, and it's a legal statement, by the way, it means to make you stable, steadfast, and certain under attack, I love that. Under attack. You guys, have you seen that program called Wipeout? It's so Christian if you think about it. These guys are trying to run this obstacle course. They got helmets and life jackets on and people are shooting pies at them and throwing balls at them and making them swim through mud and stuff. It's like the Christian life. (laughs) He'll see us through to the end. By the way, this word confirm, as I said, it's legal. Speaks of a contract between God the Father and God the Son on behalf of the sinner. Now all of a sudden, being a sinner is somebody I want to confess with and to. I want to be one of those. Wait a minute. There's a contract between God and his Son to save sinners? Yes. Then sign me up. You say, well, you already signed up. Well, here's what's required. Lord, cause me to recognize my sin. Listen, don't walk around this life pointing out the sins of your husband or your wife or your parents, or your kids. You're missing it. You have got to go like this with your finger. 
you've got to go like this. He's a personal savior who personally died for you, who will forgive you if you, conditional, repent, that is change your mind, metanoia, to change the mind about him. You change your mind about him and you're in. How secure am I? Secure. How secure? Is Christ on his throne? Yep, that's how secure. The day he leaves the throne, eh, all bets are off. Guess what? He ain't leaving. Are you that comfortable in your salvation, Jack? Yeah, because I'm a bonehead and he's the Lord. And he's able. Unusual encouragement. Quickly write this down. What am I telling you quickly for? I'm the one that's over time here. It's me. You guys need to yell at me. Unusual encouragement. 1 John 3, 19. And by this we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. There you go. For if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and knows all things. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence toward God. Here's some unusual encouragement. Philippians 1.6. Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Here's an unusual encouragement. Psalm 138.8. The Lord will complete or perfect that which concerns me. Your mercy, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the work of your hands. Hebrews 12.2. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Jeremiah 29, 13. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all of your heart and I will be found by you, says the Lord. Matthew 6, 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Unusual encouragement to say the least. And then his faithfulness cannot leave us alone. He will never leave us alone. It says in verse 8 that you may be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. He's speaking this to the Corinthians and the word blameless means as though they had never sinned. Can you believe this? My dear friend, are you Muslim this morning? Come on, man. You ain't got this message. Are you a Hindu? I love you. But you don't have this message. You don't have this. This is the greatest news in the world and we sit on it like there's no, like there's nothing going on. Oh my goodness. You see what? Okay, okay, see? I'm excited. I'm declared blameless, and I will be on the day when Christ returns. Hebrews 9.28 says, So Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many, and to those who eagerly wait for him, he will appear a second time apart from sin for salvation. Hallelujah. That's awesome. Jude 24, now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. Praise the Lord. And then finally, here it is. His faithfulness must honor his word. God can never violate the Bible. Why? He wrote it. It's perfect. God is faithful, verse nine, by whom you were called into the fellowship koinonia of his son, the spiritual, social intercourse of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. You guys, we're done. I gotta tell you, this is 
absolutely awesome to me. His faithfulness. God cannot be anything but faithful. That causes me to get phone calls when I get phone calls and say, you know what, man, we need to pray. This is under attack. We need to fight. Listen, you guys, if you don't see yourself, are you listening? If you don't see yourself in the victory already, then you're going to lose or you won't even get into the fight spiritually. Your neighbors are lost. The Corinthians didn't care. They were having a great time. But they were far from God. They were on their way to heaven. But their lives had been alienated from God because of sin. Man, I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to ask you to come forward this morning because I just, I want to believe that it involves all of us as believers and non-believers this morning to either revive our lives before the Lord or come to know Jesus now. But let's bow our heads And even if you're an atheist this morning, can you just bow your head out of respect to those that are around you in courtesy? And would you pray, no matter who you might be this morning, would you say today, oh God in heaven, is it true what this crazy man is saying? That I could be declared blameless before the very throne of God? That I can't save myself that Jesus died for me? Is it true? If that's your call this morning, if that's your question, you ask God. God, if you're the God of the Bible, you speak to me. If what this guy is saying is true, show it to me. Do you have enough integrity right now, my friend, to be able to say, I don't believe in you, God, but if this is true, I want to. Tell him. And believer, if you're a Christian today and you're living in a path, in a direction where you're not advancing in the kingdom of God, and he's been talking to you about it, you know what he's saying. He's saying, don't be saying this, don't be doing this, don't be living like that. You know what he's saying to you. Ask him now to forgive you. And Lord, I ask you to forgive all of us who, in my opinion, starting with me, often squandered the power that you've given us to rescue a lonely and lost world or to love our children the way we ought, our husbands or our wives, our neighbors or our enemies. God, you're awesome. And this word, Father, literally causes our blood to glow with joy for having loved us so. In Jesus' name and all God's people said, amen. Pastor and Bible teacher, Jack Hibbs, here on Real Life Radio with his message called Our Royal Route to Heaven. Thanks for being with us today. You know, this message is part of Pastor Jack's series called First Corinthians. It's a series on the Corinthian church and the Apostle Paul's bold call for purity. And we'll continue on the next edition of Real Life Radio. So today you heard an altar call at the end of the message, and I'd like to let you know that just because it was on the radio, it doesn't make it any less real. If you felt God move in your life today and you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, we'd love to know about it, and we'd like to help you out with some resources. Visit jackhibbs.com, and there's a tab there that says Know God, and there you'll be guided through what committing to Jesus Christ really means and the freedom that you'll find in knowing God. That's the Know God tab at our website, jackhibbs.com. One more time, jackhibbs.com.
There are so many ways biblical truth is being challenged these days. With AI, social media, and fake news influencing our culture, how do we decipher truth from fiction? In Pastor Jack's new book called Living in the Days of Deception, he'll untangle the truth from the lies that seem to assault us from every direction. He'll not only identify the characteristics of deceivers, but how to recognize the deceptions that are altering and even replacing the truth. You'll be encouraged as he pinpoints the key to standing strong as these spiritual battles intensify. So equip yourself now from being fooled by the counterfeits that have grown more and more difficult to detect. Order Living in the Days of Deception by Jack Hibbs for a gift of any amount to the Ministry of Real Life. Order now and you'll receive exclusive bonus video content by Pastor Jack. Go to jackhibbs.com slash days. That's D-A-Z-E, jackhibbs.com slash days. You know, Jack Hibbs truly believes that we are living in some of the most exciting days in history, which brings some great opportunities to share with the world a powerful, no-nonsense presentation of the gospel to this generation, who, by the way, are really searching for answers and for truth. Will you stand with us in sharing this message in real and practical ways? We ask that you commit to support real life and the teachings of Jack Hibbs with a gift of your choosing. Simply go to jackhibbs.com. There you'll find instructions on how to give a one-time gift or a recurring gift. If you'd prefer to call, here's that phone number, 877-777-2346. One more time, 877-777-2346. Your gift will be faithfully put to work because it's our desire that through Jesus Christ, you will know real life. This program is made possible by the generous contributions of you, our listeners. Visit us at jackhibbs.com. That's jackhibbs.com. Until next time, Pastor Jack Hibbs and all of us here at Real Life Radio wish for you solid and steady growth in Christ and in His Word. We'll see you next time here on Real Life Radio.